Hello, my name is Rob Dando from Finally Agency, and I'm your host of the Engine Room podcast, where we dive under the hood of engineering and manufacturing businesses to see how we can drive success through digital marketing. So join me on this week's episode is Chris Greeno from SDE Technologies. and We're going to be talking to him all about how he's utilised social media channels to, to grow the sales leads. He's been doing this for many years, but particularly over the last few years during the pandemic, this has become a primary source of leads. So on today's episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Chris from SDE Technology. So welcome along, Chris. Hello and welcome. Thank you, Rob. Cool. So um, thanks for joining us. Uh, I, I mean, fun fact for the audience, it's uh, both of our birthdays today. So we share the same birthday. So happy birthday to you. Absolutely. Happy birthday to you as well. And thank you for the little present, the little cake you sent in the post. Much appreciated. You're very welcome. Yeah. Got to love a cake card. Um, so yeah, firstly, I mean, just let's, let's start off. Just tell me, tell me about yourself. Tell me about the business you're in. So I'm Christopher Greeno. I'm Chief Commercial Officer at SDE Technology. Um, I've been here all of 28 years, so I must have started when I was six years old, obviously. And we are one of the leading manufacturers of pressings and assemblies in the UK. And we're also the first licensee for a new hot form aluminium process, HFQ, which is really going to drive SDE to bigger and better things, uh, big investment plans for this year. And yeah, an exciting place to work. Cool. Yeah, no, it does. Sounds very exciting. Um, but um, I guess why I wanted to talk to you in particular, um, you know, we, we've obviously been connected and we've, uh, you know, built our relationship over uh, LinkedIn. Um, but yeah. in terms of what you do, what you've done very successfully, you know, you've built your own personal brand um, and you've, you've used social media heavily to, to do that. So I guess, you know, tell, tell me the story really, like how did it begin and, and why? Yeah, well, in... I mean, all the years I've been here, we've never, up until about 2012, we never really did any sort of social media, any advertising as a company. And then in 2012, we put in a new powder coating line. And we had been in metal press work up to that point, so our customers knew us, they knew where to come. But powder coating is different. Powder coating is lots of different customers, uh, no tooling involved. So we had to be really responsive and really change the way we started selling. So we started on Twitter, started on social media, advertising the fact we had a powder coating line, showing some of the product that we were doing, all the different colors. And really from there, it's grown and grown. So after that, then 2015, we put in the second powder coating line because the first one had become nearly up to capacity and was really successful. And then about 2014, 15, I started using LinkedIn, A, to build our brand, but also to gain new sales and gain new connections. So really selling for me is about conversations. It's about getting to know someone, telling them about you, but also finding out about their business. And we've been using, or I've been using LinkedIn very successfully for the last sort of uh, 10 years. Um, And it's really helped me grow my brand. And certainly during COVID, when we haven't been able to get out and meet customers, it's a real social media now has become more vital than ever for a salesperson or a commercial person. Sure. So I guess a lot of people, um, you know, business owners um, and you know, people in senior positions, they, they get really scared, I guess is the word, to allow, you know, staff members to, uh, you know, build their own brand or they perceived their own brand. Um I mean, what, what's your answer to that? You know, what, what have your, um, you know, senior people above, you know, felt about you doing this? 
Well, obviously, I work for uh, a CEO. I work for Richard Hondon. Um, but he can see the value in social media. He can see the value now in sales coming into the company. And it's really about it's really about establishing ourselves as um, a bigger player in the UK manufacturing market. We are a small SME based in Shrewsbury. We employ 120, 130 people, 12 million turnover, but we've got fantastic aspirations. So through LinkedIn, we've been able to connect with the right people, whether that be buyers at OEMs, whether it be suppliers who we need to take on the journey with us. So it's really about not shying away from social media. If you've got something valid to say and you're willing to say it, connections very quickly become your next sales target. Yeah, no, 100% agree. Um, I guess, you know, the, the fear is that you're, you're doing such a great job and you could take all of that business and, you know, go off to a competitor or anything like that. But I just, you know, the people we work with, I think that the mindset has to change now. You know, social media is, is there for all of us to be involved in. And, you know, if you're yeah. treating your employees right and, you know, there's no particular reason for them to leave, then, you know, generally, as the classic goes, you know, people don't leave a job, they leave a boss. So if you can look after your employees, then they're going to do a good job. And I think actually there's a lot of ambition in um, people to want to do this. They want to build their own brand. But but the knock-on effect is they're not doing it just for themselves. They are doing it for the company they work for because they believe in what they do. Absolutely. And uh, everything I do is around SE technology, uh, growing our, our sort of sales market, growing our target. Um, and very quickly you can see that people with their own brand or with a company brand who then go and try it on their own, if that brand's not strong enough, they, they very quickly fail. So it's about growing the business. Um, the business rewards me by paying me, so I need the business to be as good as it can be. And you've got to get the right people on, on the bus. You've got to get the right people who are motivated, but also looking for the best interest of the company all the time. Sure. So uh, we've obviously talked about LinkedIn and, and people do that, but I think, you know, another great channel for you has been Twitter. Absolutely. So Twitter, I started using, as I said, in 2012. I do a, a weekly competition uh, where I, I grow the, the sort of connections we've got and grow the followers by shouting out, doing a little uh, top 10 countdown of the, the top tweeters of the week. And I've been doing that now for seven years. Um, as a chart rundown, so every Friday there's from 9 a.m. till 11 a.m. the top 10 charts, and then the winner gets a shout out for each day of that week. So it's about promoting the other great manufacturers that are on Twitter. So a lot of what I do is a promoting SDE, but also promoting UK manufacturing and trying to support UK manufacturing. It's a fantastic sector to work in, and we need to sort of shout out about the good news stories, job creations, factories being built. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean. UK manufacturing seems to be on a, you know, an upward curve, an upward trend right now. I know there's lots of people yourself, uh, you know, Andrew Wilson, many others that, that we, we share connections with that are you know, doing a great job to, to talk about that. And, and actually, we, we can talk about a particular project uh, later um, that we're working on. But um, have you got any particular top tips? So, you know, what, what's, what do you think? You know, you've, you've got the experience, but somebody that's going to be starting out now... Now, what's the, the first yep. thing they should do, you know, in either LinkedIn or Twitter or, or whatever channel it is, but, you know, what, how do you begin? Well, whatever channel you're in, you need to start either following or connecting people. Um, and then as soon as you've connected, don't go in for the hard sell uh, with with your first post or your first message to them because that'll, that'll die a death with most people. It's about building connections. Make sure that you're not just liking or sharing. You're actually commenting on things. 
certainly on Twitter, people like that interaction. Um, I managed to get a like from Jeremy Vine the other week. But you, you've got to actually, you've got to listen to their content and you've got to, you've got to understand what they're trying to say uh, without just jumping in. Once you start building those relationships, it, it's very easy then to get people either following, liking, sharing your content. Um, what I would say is what I was taught very early on is actually schedule your social media content. So a lot of people just do it ad hoc. I, because I wanted to grow the business, I actually scheduled. So on a Friday, I would do a post or now I do a Monday LinkedIn post. And again, if you schedule it and think of it as a calendar and you're putting regular content out, content out there, then people will suddenly start realizing that on a Monday you put a post out and I'll have, I'll keep an eye at that for a Monday. You do your manufacturing top 10. There's lots of people. Mark Weymouth does his Friday good news post. Um, Andrea Wilson is doing lots of posts on her Thursday on her Support UK Manufacturing. But I think you, if you're going to do it as a business or for a business, you need to be quite structured in the way you do it. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, something that we we talk about here when we, we talk to clients as well, you know, build that calendar, have, have intentions yep. of what, what you're going to do on each day. Um, because you know there, there is patterns uh, you know certainly I think yep. you can become recognized so like you rightly said you know certain people there individual names that you've mentioned have particular days and we know what those posts are going to be and almost look forward to them um, because yep. you know March Friday morning it's always great great summary and, and keeps me occupied while I have my morning cup of tea and debriefing and brain so yeah very yep. good uh, any mistakes that you've made that we can share with people to avoid uh, I think I think the, in the early days I was probably too uh, enthusiastic and tried to jump in on lots of conversations and lots of posts and lots of tweets, and you end up you can you've got to be very calculated about how you spend your time. Um, so I, I've sort of reined it back, and once you get into a nice routine, social media is actually a nice way of connecting with people. But as I said, if you calendarize it, you can actually you can you can put out a lot of content but not put a lot of time and effort into it. Uh, you're still putting effort in, but you can minimize that time and you can get much bigger rewards. So it's sort of exponential. Yeah. Um, the more you do social media and the better at it you get, the more rewards you get, the more connections, the more likes, the more shares. And you've also got to look at it and try and build a brand. So whether that's a hashtag, whether that's something that you talk about all the time, um, if you try and sort of, shoot across all subjects, you're gonna you're gonna water down your message. So again, it's good just to pick on certain things that people do. There's manufacturing hours on Twitter, as you said, lots of people on LinkedIn. And you need to focus. You need to focus what do you want out of it? What does good look like for your business? Yeah. No, totally. And I think um, another thing that you know we, we tell clients um, when they're starting out is that this is a journey. You know, you've been talking that you've been up to this for ten years. Um, you know, yep. I've probably been similar, uh, similarly involved in social media, but uh, a lot of people get disheartened. They put out posts and they get little engagement or few comments, yep. and, and they give up after a couple of days or a couple of weeks. And I think that the, there it's, it's about that consistency, as you mentioned, in like becoming recognised for certain topics or for certain yep. days of the week. And that doesn't just happen overnight. You know, there's hundreds of millions. You know, I think uh, last count, eight hundred and twenty million users on LinkedIn. You know, you're in a big pot, uh, but in order to be recognised, it's about building that engagement community, and that does take time. You know, for us in engineering yeah. manufacturing, you know, we've put in really two and a half years of, of, of consistent uh, engagement and support 
and now it's starting to pay off. But that that didn't happen overnight because um, you know there are other people already doing it, people that are already recognised, and you have to you know buy your time and just say, no, I'm going to commit to this strategy, and be genuine. Yep. I think being genuine is key. Don't jump in as you said, the classic. We all get it. You know, connection request two and a half seconds later. Oh, would you like to buy all these services? No one's going to buy your services after two and a half seconds of a relationship. It's just not going to happen. Um, yeah. And it's about building that relationship. And there's also some quite good tools out there. So you've got on LinkedIn, you've got the social selling index where you can actually benchmark yourself against the rest of your connections, the rest of your network. Yeah, no, totally. So out of all the platforms that you use, would you say there's a particular, um, you know, stronger one for lead generation or do they equally work or, or do you think it's actually a combination of, of all channels together? I think it's a combination, but I certainly prefer LinkedIn um, for growing business and building connections. Twitter um, is very good at what it does. It, it's very quick to share content. Uh, but LinkedIn, LinkedIn for us has been more successful. But I, I like Twitter. They're, they're different people on, on the two yeah. platforms that we have connected with. No, totally. Brilliant. Look, Chris, I think that's been really insightful. So for you know people listening, um, if they want to find out more, um, about this or maybe chat to you or I you know I think we're probably both yep. open to that and, and I guess probably the best place absolutely. they can find you is is on LinkedIn absolutely yeah perfect so yeah go. look out for my Monday post uh, every Monday I try and pull pull a news story that's already been out there and just ask connections for comments uh, it's normally UK manufacturing what's going well the fact we need more support from uh, Boris and his team um, but there's plenty to look forward to for the rest of the year Perfect. So that kind of leads us nicely on to the last point that I wanted to bring up, and that is, you know, the support UK manufacturing um, campaign, I guess you'd call it, kind of been, you know, fronted up by Andrew Wilson as, as the face, really. But I know you're a massive supporter in the background, um, along with, you know, Jeff and, and many others. So, uh, you know, why? why? Why do you believe that's important? And, and what, what, why are you guys involved? Well, if you look at UK manufacturing, it's been poorly um, promoted and supported over many, many years. And we cannot rely on the service sector or banking to prop up the economy. That's, that's for sure. And when you look now, when we have pandemic supply chain issues, it just proves that we need to invest more in UK and the UK supply chain. And we need to support UK manufacturing. So whether that's more R&D tax credits, whether that's training, funding, Whatever it be, with the push to battery technology, electric vehicles, we need to be making more in the UK for the UK market. Now, the government listened to some of the really big players, the OEMs, but what we're fighting for is a voice for the SMEs. 99% of the companies in the UK are SMEs. We are agile. We can move quicker than the, the OEMs. So surely they should be engaged with. So we're either pushing for a minister for manufacturing but really it'll end up being some sort of commissioner or some sort, someone in, in Westminster who has UK manufacturing at the heart of their job. They want to support our country and buy British. So Andrea has started the campaign. There's myself and quite a few people now following the campaign, but it's about promoting good news stories in the UK, job creation, uh, new factories being built, but the mainstream media seems to turn a blind eye to there's lots going on in the UK that we should be promoting and supporting. Yeah, no, it's a great cause and something that we're, we're proud to also support. Um, I think we're actually building a website at the moment to, uh, you know, make sure that this can, can reach further, further than LinkedIn. 
But if you're listening and you want to find out more about that, um, then please jump onto LinkedIn, find out the hashtags, um, support UK manufacturing. There's loads of great people there to connect with yourselves. Um, join the community, get involved. Chris, I really appreciate your time. Uh, I know it was your birthday, as I said, so I think you're off uh, to go and enjoy some well-earned uh, drinks. I've got a few more meetings, um, unfortunately, but uh, um, I appreciate your time, uh, you know, and as we've mentioned, if you want to find out more, please find Chris on LinkedIn. He's really, really a massive part of the scene with some great posts and I'm sure no doubt we'll find the time to uh, give you some further tips and tricks. Thank you, Rob, and you have a good birthday too. Thank you very much. So I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. And as we've mentioned, join the show if you want to find out more about uh, the, the support UK manufacturing or to connect with myself or Chris, please find us on LinkedIn and use the hashtags finallyenginemroom, support UK manufacturing or UK manufacturing.